welcome to the Marks Ish Brothers podcast. My name is Joseph. I am Cam. And with us today is uh, our friend Aaron. Why Hi. don't you introduce yourself? Oh, my name's Aaron. I like movies. Uh, what are your top four movies on Letterboxd right now? Right now, it's The Matrix, Mad Max Fury Road, Hackers, and uh, Before Sunrise. That is a solid top four. Thank you. I've had much. three of those four movies in my top four Which, at, at different moments. Was it Mad Max Fury Road, Matrix, and, and before before sunrise? Before sunrise, you know. Actually, sorry, I'm wrong. It's before sunset, not before sunrise. I just realized my mistake. I haven't seen any of them, so because um, oh my god, you have to watch them. They're uh, so good. They're so, the best. Romance trilogy of all time. Yeah, I've never been in love, but I love those movies. Like, hey, I man, feel exactly cool. the same way. Those movies, if, if 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 love is not like it is in in the before trilogy, I don't want it. Exactly, uh, exactly. Uh, so to your your what you you know your reaction, Cam, uh, and what Riley has said about my movie tastes mm. or uh, the movies I've seen is uh, I've seen a lot of movies that don't exist. Gotcha. Uh, I, gotcha. I, I yeah. Like, like when it comes That's to like movies one. that like most people have seen. Haven't yep. seen them, but then I'll, I'll like <laughs> rattle off like these most obscure movies that people are like. Is that a movie? So what are your top four? I actually just looked at it. Uh, what are they? Uh, off the top of my head, can I rattle it off? Uh, it's Wally. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yep, Shoplifters. Cool. That's a. G- I haven't seen it. I was gonna say that's a good movie. But I haven't watched it. It is a good movie. Um, a Man Escaped. Cool. Great. Haven't seen that Great. one either. And one. Uh, uh, I think it might be. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Let, let me. <laughs> God, not prepared at all. I know. What a That's terrible rare. host. Uh, I'm, I'm a terrible host. We got a vamp, dude. Okay, okay uh, well, you we just checked. What, what is it? Uh, it it's, is uh, uh, The Thing. The Thing. Yeah. Great, Great movie. Film. I've also never seen The Thing. That is disappointing. I've seen I've seen They Live. Great movie. So oh, it's a great let's movie, go. Dude. That one, that we, did a, we did an episode on that. Nice. For Unions? Uh, just for fun. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, we, we don't just talk about union movies. Oh, I assume we, that we, this podcast <laughs> is just about union movies. Uh, we, uh, we, I thought you were going to run out of episodes after like. <laughs> you, usually we talk just about any movies and talk about right. like leftist politics in those movies. It's just today but, is... Un- or well, to, the strikes. Because, yeah, of, stri- because yeah, yeah, of the yeah, strikes, yeah. we've been talking about uh, union movies specifically just because it made the most gotcha. sense, Okay, cool. So I'm in this special so event episode. Episodes. Ep- the, oh, the, the I do. That makes me feel so much less special. Well, you're the only guests that we've had in, <laughs> okay. in the special in the So I feel special yeah. again. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Um, anyways, why don't we get into some news, uh, speaking of strikes, news. Uh, because one of these strikes is over. The uh, WGA signed Woo! a contract. Yeah, so, let's go. Um, I, uh, I, you know, being the, the labor student nerd I am, I actually did go through the collective agreement a little bit uh, because I'm like, hey, this is like school. It's interesting. But for you people who uh, probably don't care t- too no. much about reading, uh, all, it's a 99-page document. Yeah, cool. Uh, cool. Most people probably don't want to read that. So I will give you uh, the six kind of takeaways okay. Uh, okay. that will be the most sort of palatable to this agreement. So uh, kind of the, the, the first thing is that there was like some regulations on AI. So uh, basically, studios can't use AI if it's uh, using um, writers' work, so they have to use original work. If they, but writers are allowed to use AI whenever they want for their own writing. Um, I think it wasn't super strong, and I think it could have been a little bit better. But at least it's something that you know protects writers yeah. from just having yeah. their work uh, turned into 
random stuff that an AI would yeah, yeah, take yeah. in and spit out something new. Yeah, so we got to, uh, you know, they can't just make bad South Park episodes. Yeah, they, they can't just, you know, God, spit out a bunch of like... It like, sucks, dude. <laughs> it really sucks. It, it, it's, it's not great. I've seen some of these AI creations. They're not good. So what, like, what was it? Wasn't there like an AI like Seinfeld thing where it's like this like eight bit yeah. like Seinfeld? I don't know thing. why people were so obsessed with that. It sucked. Yeah, you gotta do it. And Seinfeld do. is like the easiest show to write. I mean, like it's hard to write. It's, I don't mean to say it's easy to write. <laughs> What's the deal with all these? Just give it all you do is just come up with some some small social problem, small yeah. like Something social that could be, faux that, pas that could be solved if you had a cell phone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That is kind of just the plot of Seinfeld, isn't it? I'm sorry to interrupt news. Please continue. Oh, good. No, this is a pretty chill podcast. Yeah. We we just like to, to. I do like that you have segments, though. It's very fun. Yeah, you know. Uh, structured. It feels very professional. Yeah. We, yeah, no, yeah. we even have a website. Dude, you have a website. We have a website. That's how professional cool. we are. I I made it myself. Oh my god. Uh, I'm doing a little self plug because I'm yeah, very proud I mean, that podcast. we have a website. So yeah, go check out the website. I I do I do blogging there, and. Speaking of uh, this, what we're talking about news, I'm going to do a breakdown of the collective agreement from my perspective on the blog. So if you want to see my very in-depth scholarly look at the collective agreement, that's where it will be. Anyways, my next uh, sort of point that I have is that there's going to be more streamer transparency and residuals around that, which I think is kind of like one of the bigger wins in terms of uh, this collective agreement. Mm. Um, It also like bumps up... uh, residuals for like foreign streaming like like not just north american streaming which is good yep. so like if uh you know you're an american actor and a show goes really big in germany you're gonna get better residuals than you were before gotcha which is good yeah uh next big thing is that there's like a, a minimum uh a writer's room minimum so they can't just have one writer doing everything uh, and like stressed out. They have oh, to have man. like a <laughs> certain amount of writers. <laughs> just a man <laughs> just in a man. room, fucking <laughs> just trying to type up a script. Uh, <laughs> just a man and his AI. Right, an entire <laughs> fucking television show. Yeah, wouldn't Jesus be fun. Christ, so man. so now you know there's minimum amount of writers in a room. So that that's that's good. What is the minimum? I think it's. It's uh, depending on like the no, on the, the size t- of the show. Yeah, like if yeah, it's like yeah, a that makes sense. thirteen plus episodes, I think it's six. And if it's like six to twelve, then it's like four, and then three for six or less. I think. Gotcha. It's yeah, based on the structure of the show. Yeah, uh, just in general, increased wages. So I think it's uh five uh, percent in twenty twenty three, four percent increase in twenty twenty four. And 3.3% raise in 2025 when this agreement is done. Um, it's basically halfway of what was like what they were discussing. So uh, uh, what the union was proposing was uh, 655, and then what the AMPTP uh, was offering was 432. So okay. so much less. Uh, it they got less than what they should have gotten. I think the like a six percent raise isn't great. It's very n- much not great. <laughs> like, I, I, like, like again, it's a very small raise. In that sense, this leads to some of my problems with unions that they can only do so much. Like, yeah. they're not this like all powerful thing. I guess yeah. they are getting a raise, and it's better than what was offered to them by the companies. But still, so like, a lot less than but, they deserve. But still less than like, yeah. Especially with cost of living. Hey, maybe yeah. give them like a ten percent raise yeah. every year. Yeah. Like, I, I think that's perfectly fair. LA. Especially LA, or like anywhere in North America, where like buying groceries is super expensive. Maybe pay your people more. I don't know. Uh, so in that sense, you know, 
Yeah, but you gotta look at it from their perspective. They're evil. <laughs> yeah. You know, and but, they but, want but, they're but, evil and they want you to suffer. But, so like consider their feelings in this, okay? But like my thing is, like so from the union perspective mm-hmm. is the companies are lowballing you and they're evil. Yeah, so yeah. just ask for something way higher. And then they'll have to look they'll have to do something in the middle to make it seem reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Because so also, the studios will say it's unreasonable no, no matter, matter what. what. So, but, like, if if they had their way, it'd be we'll give you a negative two percent raise every year, and I think that's a fair deal. Yeah, <laughs> you're still getting paid. You know, g- give it a few years, then you won't be. But for the next three years, you're you're still making money. Uh, so, so we yeah. should be able to do whatever we want to you. Exactly. You're just our our little. We own you, dude. <laughs> you're you're peasants. Uh, anyways, so. Um, what else do I have? Uh, TV release schedule and uh, upcoming movies. Uh, so that's all been updated. So like a lot of the, like the talk shows and stuff are gonna start uh, filming again. Yeah. Uh, what else do I have here? Did you guys hear about how Drew Barrymore kind of uh, stopped the stopped the strike? Yes. Uh, well, I heard a little bit. You you can tell us more. <laughs> Should I do it right now? Go for it. I, d- yeah, I don't know if you no, got more news. Uh, no, I I got lots more news. Oh, okay, No, I heard this from a friend. I didn't. I honestly, I this is like s- from a friend, so this is, might be not entirely accurate. But like Drew Barrymore put her show back on because she was like, "Well, Good Morning America's back, so the Drew Barrymore show is back, everybody." But all of her writers were on strike, and so the in- and the entire like fucking you know public turned on Drew Barrymore, and because she's such a beloved figure. The studios were like, fuck, man, if they can turn on Drew Barrymore, they can turn on any of us. And so they agreed to the deal. Like It was kind of like a litmus test to see yeah, yeah, like, yeah. how much power do we have? And they're like, oh, shit, we yeah. have like no power. Dude, we, can't even, we can't even use Drew Barrymore as a shield, man. Yeah, yeah. so uh, that's pretty wild. Uh, I'm next to a little bit of strike news. So the actors are also on strike. Yep. There hasn't been any talks since they went on strike in July. Oof. So they've that's just not, so that's not great. Not great, no. Just no talks. Yeah. Um, but now with the writer's agreement, they are going to meet which day? Monday. Yeah. So on Monday, there's going to be a meeting. So that's interesting to see how like the writer's strike ending is going to affect uh, the actor's strike. There were some good uh, shots or some good uh, social media of the actor's strike this weekend. I'm not sure if you saw, but uh, good old Pedro Pascal was on... Uh, on the yeah. Instagrams, Hell doing yeah. like a uh, how, how to strike uh, sort of stuff. And, you know, it's, it's, it's cool. good seeing someone who's like very in the public eye right now yeah, yeah, yeah. supporting the union. Yeah, it's I, kind of his moment. It, it is. Also, like his family has a very like left leaning background. Like his his mother, his mother, I think, is way to like was way, way to Salvatore Allende. I don't know if we're related to, but like. Or like they, they had they had to leave the country because they were so close to uh, Alende. Yeah. Uh, for those of us who are stupid, who's Salvador? Uh, Alende was a socialist president who was elected uh, president Chile. of Chile, and oh. the the U.S. Uh, backed a yeah, coup. Yeah. I've heard about this. Uh, and that's basically where neoliberalism started. Yes. Yeah. Pino, Pinochet, right? Pinochet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, okay. good old Pinochet. Good old yeah. helicopter rides. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, Allende was cool. Oh, Pinochet shit, man. wasn't cool. Very based. <laughs> Dude, I did not know that. Yeah. So uh he has some cool ties. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I heard I saw Brian Cranston. He did a lot of stuff. Yeah, and his voice is very commanding, so it was Jesse, cool. Jesse, we 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 to strike Jesse. Yes, exactly. Um those are my my sort of labor news. I'm interested to see what's going to happen. 
obviously we support the after strike and uh, look out for my article more in depth of uh, the collective agreement. But uh, also, Cam, uh, would you, you right. say something? Also, like from a pure like production perspective of like like for things that aren't in production yet, it makes no sense to to deal with the writers first. Even yes. like yeah, because you know because like. You, you, you can't film. You, 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 you can't film stuff that's that's not written yet. Yeah. yeah. So it makes sense to if I'm the MTP and not evil, I would deal with the writers' demands first. Well, also the writers went on strike first. Yeah. Also that. So like, they, but like this is almost the longest strike in their history. So it's also, the second, I second longest. It, that's what I said. It's almost the longest. It, it probably helps as well that like. A writer's strike has already happened, and it like ruined television. So you have a little bit of so uh, like they like, have the hey. history there. <laughs> yeah, to like, know that they can't really fuck around with this. Because if you don't have writers, you don't have a story. If yeah. you don't have a story, no one's gonna. And pay you, if you don't have writers, you get season two of Heroes, and in <laughs> you know, which is so sad because Heroes season one. It's pretty okay. Was banger. I, I like. Yeah, I liked it's a it. pretty like fine show. I, I like remember, it's great. I, I watched it when I was a child, and I liked it. And it's got. Um, it has one of Rory's boyfriends from Gilmore Girls, Milo Ventimiglia. Hell yeah, dude! That guy's he's uh, very attractive. Very okay. fine. Very yeah. fine. Very fine man. That's great. I haven't seen Gilmore Girls. He uh, plays yeah, the, the the. the uh, actually, they're all. I was gonna say worst Rory boyfriend, but they're all bad. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. Again, yeah. haven't seen Gilmore Girls. Uh, Cam, Get I think it. you had a little bit of news, and then I'll go into more of my news. Uh, sad news. Um, Michael Gambon. Uh, acc- acclaimed actor. Um, most people, most people will know him from um, from Pangton One and Two, as uh, Uncle Pastuzo. Also, more more people will know, will know him as the uh, Dumbledore Two in the Harry Potter films. He took over the role in uh, Prisoner of Azkaban, which is my favorite. I think Harry Potter. I haven't watched him so one. long. But Alfonso Cuarón directed, directed Dude, the shit it's out the of best one. Azkaban. So that movie fucking rules. Rip Gambin also. Dude, Rip Gambin. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen Harry Potter, but uh, it's, al- it's always sad when, it, when an actor good. dies. Prisoner of Azkaban is really good. Uh, originally, I wasn't allowed to watch it because, uh, you know, Christian, cr- Christian moms don't yeah, like yeah. that. Uh, and now yeah. I don't want to watch it because she's, you know, a transphobe. Turf, turf. So, yeah. 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 Ex- exactly. So, <laughs> you really. So I, I, I was, I was, a, I was a, Hey, thanks for being an ally, man. Yeah, exactly. I, I was cool. really <laughs> ahead of the curve on, <laughs> <laughs> on that one. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, do you have any more news or should I do my, my last little uh, question and the news? Let's do, let's move on to your things. Okay. So I just have one little bit of, not, it's not really news, but it, it's more, uh, there's been a lot of, so I, for those who don't know, GQ did a, like a whole big oh article boy. with uh, Martin Scorsese. Oh, did you talk about Marvel movies again? Uh, oh no, not really, but everyone's <laughs> turning what he said into talking about Marvel movies. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. And I don't want to talk about that because I think no. also we've talked about that enough. Fuck that. But instead, uh, he said something that a lot of people, not a lot of people, but I find interesting, and that's basically that the uh, labeling of movies as indie hurts them. Yep. Yeah. Well, because it makes them lesser. And so I want to see, hear your opinions on that. I agree completely. I mean, um, because, well, I would just describe my film taste as like, oh, I like a lot of indie movies. Yeah. Because it's like a useful moniker to put on a movie to just denote anything which exists outside the mainstream. But once you've put a label on something that denotes it out, like, because it's like, it's like alt rock, right? Like, what does alt rock even mean? Oh, it's like all like alternative music. It's like. 
You've just described everything from like Bjork to fucking corn, you know? Yeah. Let's like, go. <laughs> like Let's you go. haven't actually said anything. True. Yeah. But also I feel as though having like something called indie it makes it cooler in a way. And it does. It and does make it cooler. Well, like, <laughs> and like it makes like people want of... to interact with it more. Yeah. Like I think indie is a good like litmus for like, oh, it's made outside of the, the studio, studio system. system. Yeah. Even like regarding like indie music versus like, well, like, someone's like, oh, like indie rock, indie pop or indie mm-hmm. folk. It's mostly like independent art. Like indie means in- independent, right? That's, yeah. That's what, yeah. St- that's what it stands for. So like, I don't mind it from that reason. But like, also like, the, it really depends on how it's used. I think mm-hmm. is the main thing. Because like you could have like something that could be classified as like an indie movie that has some sort of funding or distribution by like a bigger company. Well, like, like even like, the, like, would like, you call like a twenty four movies indie movies at this point? Yeah, considering how big of a studio a twenty four is by this point. Yeah. yeah. Or, or like, like Fox Searchlight Pictures. It's like, wow, indie production from Fox Searchlight. Yeah. <laughs> like, Theater one camp. of the biggest companies. Like, what, is that e- what does indie even mean when you have a movie published by Fox? It's considered independent. Yeah. So, uh, you have any other thoughts on that? Or The only truly independent films are uh, student, pornography. Student, student films. <laughs> yes, I mean, sorry, student films. No, pornography isn't independent, though. There's lots of studios there, and it's even more fucked industry I, I, than I Hollywood. So, yeah. Well, yeah. That's why studio, I only watch yes. amateur porn. Because <laughs> yes. I support the strikers, okay? <laughs> Uh, there should be a porn strike. I feel the is there a porn uh, actor? There's a stripper strike. I, th- I thought like uh, strippers Tom have Rolla. a lot more rights than porn actors. Well, okay. And so actors. Th- 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 this is welcome to the 18 plus section. Of yeah, the we're now uh, in, we're now in in the sex work talk. Uh, of the, of so speaking, this show. is connected but different. Yeah, and not about movies at all. So this is just this is me. We've going, already veered far out of th- movies. This, this is me just talking about labor stuff because I, I like uh, labor stuff. But in Las Vegas. All the uh, food workers are going on strike, or they approved a strike. And what I want to say to that is, wouldn't it be nice if we unionize people by, like, occupation rather than just by job site to job site? Right, mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. right? Like, that's how it used to be. You'd have, like, the Blacksmiths Guild or whatever. Well, right? and in other countries, that's how they do it. So, like, in, like, Norway, yeah. all of the McDonald's workers are unionized. Yeah. It doesn't matter... If you're at one McDonald's or the other, you're all part of the same union. But also, just be like all burger flippers. Yeah. Right? If you work at A and W, McDonald's, whatever, you're all part of the same union. Burger like, Burger Flippers Guild of Norway. Exactly. Let's go. Yeah. Because like <laughs> like here in in Canada specifically, the Cashiers Guild. It it goes like store by store. Yeah. So like like you have a Tim's on one corner that's unionized, and right across from it they're not unionized, which makes it way more work for unions because they have to try to organize these little like groups of like seven eight people yeah and it's just so much money because you have to run a vote for every single one specifically here in manitoba you have to have a vote every time for union there's no automatic certification there used to be so this is again me going to nerdy labor history uh before the current pc government in manitoba if 60 percent of people signed union cards automatically you'd have a union no vote because over 60 percent signed that they yeah. want a union pallister Good old Pallister took oh, that away. Pallister, and he's man. Like, he, he's like, no matter what, as, lo- as long as you reach... What, what are you doing there, Cam? <laughs> no, nothing. I'm, my, my <laughs> movies are falling. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so Pallister was like, you know what? What if we got rid of that? And so he's like, as long as you reach 40% of people signing cards, now you have to vote. 
Fuck right to Pallister. work. Fuck that shit, man. Yeah. So fuck uh, you, Brian fucking Pallister. So, 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 so some very lo- we we also talk about very local politics on this podcast. As so. you should, dude. Yeah. It's the like. Have you guys voted yet? I'm doing it tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I'm also doing it tomorrow. I early voted because I I go to the UW and we have an early voting station. We have there. one too, but I ignore them because they're scary. Fair. Uh, what's scary about they them? They chase you around with clipboards. Why is that scary? That's it. That's engaging, dude. It's scary. <laughs> It's like engagement. a haunted house. Yeah. <laughs> it's like popping it's out of the bushes. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> uh, that, that's how we should market our podcast. Just like chase people, people around <laughs> yeah. the street. Yeah, with yeah, clipboards. Two, two, two large men chasing people you, down you the street. You guys yeah, should definitely, go you should well. have a man on the street segment. I'd watch a man on the street segment about... I feel, I feel so enough like and white, you go white, up, white you go up to someone on the street and you're like, have you seen this movie? And they go, no. And then you move on. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Marxism? Who's that? Who are you talking about? Who's Karl Marx? I've n- never heard of the guy. You mean like so, like the Soviet Union? Groucho? Or yeah. like <laughs> Duck Soup? Great great film. Oh, man. Anyways, why don't we get into the actual movie? Yeah. Uh, so, so this week we are talking about Office Space. So Cam, why don't you give us some uh, fast facts and a little synopsis? Office Space is a 1999 satirical black comedy film written, written by Mike Judge. Uh, it's based off of the Milton comic animation also done by mike judge uh it stars ron livingston jennifer aniston stephen root and gary cole um this movie came out three three, three weeks before i was born uh had a budget of 10 million dollars uh sorry february 9th 1999 i was born on march 8th international women's day 1999 uh budget of 10 million dollars grossed 12.2 million which isn't great but it got a larger following on like home video and Kind of I, I feel it's just like a, a classic VHS movie. Oh yeah. yeah, all the best movies find a new life on home video. I know. Yeah, Hackers this is find one a new where, life on home video. It's like this, this one. one where, yeah, go, it's go like ahead, if Cam. one. But back when like movie rental stores ha- happened, like oh, I missed the. If it was like, oh man, I, I want a little nine ninety minute comedy. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Here's there the you one. are. Office space, man. That's so do it up. Yeah. That's yeah so maybe you don't want to go to a movie theater to watch Ron. Ron. Fuck. What's his name? Livingston. Thank you. <laughs> fuck, dude. Maybe you don't want to go to a movie theater to watch Ron Livingston. You know, like have sex with Jennifer Aniston. But like, I'll watch that at home for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's perfectly fair. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So what were your two? Like, we've all seen this movie before watching it for this podcast. Yeah. Uh, what's kind of like your introduction to this movie or like uh, what were your initial thoughts when you first watched this movie? my initial thought well okay so this is like a movie that existed in the pop cultural landscape for a very long time memes lots yeah of memes. so like there are yeah. most of this movie exists on the internet in gif form yeah you know so yeah. like gary I've cole's already... character gary cole's character is just a meme it is it, it is That's literally cool like literally yeah. one of the, the text memes yeah. from fucking old internet shit so like <laughs> <laughs> so um it's definitely a movie i've been aware of for a long time but i don't think i watched it till i was like in my 20s and yeah. it's 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 really good <laughs> yeah there's a reason why it's been in the pop cultural landscape for so long what about you cam uh first time watching it was on disney plus um before i logged things regularly on letterboxd because when i when i when i when, when i went to log it again it it, it, I hadn't hadn't, hadn't logged it before, 
So it must have been semi like a couple of years ago, let's say. And um, yeah, like I enjoyed it. I think I watched it with with, with my parents the, for the first time. They enjoyed it. It's a good ninety minute. I mean, there's a lot of swear, swearing, but like it's mild stuff. Like my my parents didn't hate it. They watched far worse things. <laughs> so it, it's a good. Good. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go out of the way to watch. Family friendly time. Bring your kids. I, yes. I wouldn't go out of the way to watch it with your with someone, someone's parents, but like if they're there, if they're there, it's not. There are worse. There are worse things to watch. I think my. It depends on your parents. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Also, that my parents are pretty cool. They're yeah. Yes. Uh, my initial thought, or not initial thoughts, initial time watching this movie was actually this January. This is my third time watching it this year. Uh, and the reason I watched it is because my professor for worker self-management was like, this movie is great. And it kind of basically is the perfect introduction to why worker self-management is needed. Yeah. And that's why it's perfect for this podcast. Because, hey, if you didn't know this, we're a leftist uh, movie podcast. So. No shit, man. I yep. know. It's, it's pretty uh, wild. Uh, so let, let's get into this. I, I, I have some thoughts, and uh, I want to hear your thoughts, too, of course. Um, but I'll, I'll get the ball rolling if I can find my notes here, which I apparently cannot. Uh, yeah, notes. so professional. What's Van? Uh, yeah. I, I, oh, I, I man. Got, hey. Okay. So oh, shit. From, from the very start, uh, what <laughs> another aspect of me is I, 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 you know, I want to go into city planning. Dude, I knew you were going to talk about this. As soon as the movie started, <laughs> I was like, fuck, this is going to be the first topic on the fucking podcast. Lanes. <laughs> Dude, so one more lane. I swear to God, it'll <laughs> fix it. Just one more fucking lane, dude. I, I thought it was so perfect that this movie started with like how bad cars and like oh, man. city planning is. It's so perfect. It's, it's the perfect way to start this movie. It really is. It's so funny. And it really shows kind of the interconnectedness to city planning and work. Mm-hmm. And also how much time we spend outside of work but still within like a working realm yeah like, they don't pay to, get... for, to commute no they should but they, they should. don't like <laughs> most of the time like my commute's been pretty short to work but still that's like minimum half an hour out of your day yeah that you're taking just we should to be get allowed home. to teleport or just get paid for like yeah that's it. When, that when you also leave. works you know that's a good <laughs> that's a good backup clock in at your door or yeah, right? yeah yeah also, okay, this is just a, a rant about clocking and yeah. you, you spurred me on cam. Uh, <laughs> do you know what makes me angry? When companies require you to have your location on when you sign in to work. What? What? Yeah, the place I just quit they at. They require you to have your location on? In order to, to like say that you're like at work, like to clock in, you have to like... Do you clock in on like your phone? Or yeah, on your phone. Oh, God, Snapchat? I hate you're bringing, that. You're... So, uh, oh, I, I hate... Sirens, sirens on our end. I abs- is, that, is that your end or no, our, our, end? our end? Oh, okay. We, we, we are imported. There's yeah. a lot of sirens. Sorry. Right. Anyways, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll be talking about stuff like that, but like, it, it really sucks how companies like require you to use your phone so much now. Yeah. Like all my past workplaces, or not all of them, but like my past like three workplaces have all needed your phone for like either communication, uh, like with managers and stuff. For signing in or for like scheduling. It's yeah, all like so evil. It's very annoying when they're so many of the things created to uh, convenience us is actually just like they're just all bad. It's just to make things better for the capitalists. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe convenience is actually evil. You guys. 
let's let's bring back uh you know let's bring back carrier a, pigeons <laughs> yeah <laughs> right? let's bring back the telegram stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, i'm gonna think it'd be more fun my love stop <laughs> i'm going i have to dysentery war. <laughs> stop <laughs> i will be dead in three months which is when this letter will arrive stop uh Okay, so my ne- my next thing is uh, that I found very interesting, and I, I'd kind of like to, to hear your thoughts on this. But um, when the the uh, main guy and his uh, I, I'm bad at names, but the main guy and his neighbor when they're talking, and he's like, yeah. "What'd you do with a million dollars?" Yeah, two chicks at the same time. Same time. time. <laughs> and, and then she's like, "I'll uh, I'll I would just like to do nothing." And what I find interesting is how money is used as an escape for capital like yeah, from yeah. capitalism you need capitalism in order to get rich but then you use that money to escape, to escape capitalism, capitalism yeah and it just shows like how shitty capitalism really is it is well i thought it was really interesting the ways in which this movie kind of believes in the the, the or not believe it like i don't think it believes in but how much the characters in the movie believe in the myth of like the idea of the american dream right yeah like fucking what's the one guy the like Michael i'm Bolton. a people person that guy yeah oh, he's yeah. talking like about the, like, like the middle manager Guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, you know, all you have to do is come up with one really great idea, you know? <laughs> the, like, the, the jump like, to it, like Matt. The, the jump to it, Matt, exactly. <laughs> but really, all he needed to do was get hit by a, by like, a, well, by a car. All you have to do is, like, try to kill yourself. Try to kill yourself. Fail. Dude, that's so, <laughs> that seems so funny. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that. We, yeah, we, yeah, sorry. Um, we're cutting ahead here. Yeah, a- and uh, so that brings me into... A little something. So, oh, yeah. uh, th- I, I want to talk about Marx. <laughs> and, oh, and how this Marxist movie, podcast. And, and how this movie fits into... Alienation of it, labor? Exactly. I had the That's exact same thought. Yeah, exactly. And I've never even read Marx. So if, if, if you haven't read Marx, I think I'm the only one who's like... Well, I've watched a lot of YouTube videos. So I, I have it on my shelf. I have, I have so, so I think <laughs> I'm the only one who's actually read Marx. Yeah. Of, of, of the, I watched of the a Wisecrack video on it. I'm like <laughs> up to speed, dude. Um, so... <laughs> Basically, in uh, Marx's Economic and Philosophical Manuscripts of 1884, or no, 1844, sorry, um, he basically describes alienation as four things. So it's alienation from the product of one's labor, two, mm-hmm. the labor process, three, one species being, and four, other humans. Uh, so mm-hmm. species being is like food and fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just like us as humans, like, what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and True. there's so many ways that this movie just shows that perfectly. Yeah. W- one of the ones that I just <laughs> thought was so funny, well, I-, I missed it the other times, but I found it really funny, is when uh, Milton is uh, calls up the main guy, but you see that, like, their cubicles are, like, I right know. across oh from each other. Oh, my God, that seems yeah. so good. And, yeah. like, it just, I thought that was just, like, the perfect way that, like, alienation... Mm-hmm disconnects us from other humans that we have to like pick up a phone and call someone yeah. that's literally like right beside each other but like they put up like these little like cubicles to divide us well i'm convinced that's why they have those in prisons cubicles no like the little phone thing oh yeah you call. it's like to you want to dehumanize the person well exactly right, right? Yeah. yeah and I, I yeah i mean what this movie's perfect for is just like explaining to people because like this movie has stuck around for almost 25 years for yeah. a reason like yeah. people like, like this movie feels like it could be made yesterday it resonates yeah. man i mean it's so also so aggressively 90s it is yeah but also you're, but also it's still funny because oh it's still so funny right like and i think it's because we all 
feel alienated from our labor, yeah. right? And mm. this just does a perfect uh, job of do of like showing just how disconnected we are and doing it in a way that is amusing. It's also pure catharsis, this movie. It is. Because mm. it's like, mm. you know, watching someone uh, not give a shit is very <laughs> satisfying. Yeah. And well, you wish you could not give a shit because you give yeah, so many like, shits all he, the time. He lives our dream of yeah, like of being a being, sociopath, being carefree, like getting promoted by doing fucking nothing. Yeah. Or no, by being actively hostile. Yeah, yeah. By being actively bad at your job and not showing up. Like what a that's yeah. the dream. I mean, dude. That's definitely a jab at like management. <laughs> yeah. Like, like oh, management definitely. is for the people that don't know how to do anything, right? And yeah. Which is interesting because, you know, as a labor student, we discuss a lot about management, right? Because, like, that's a big aspect of the labor field is, like, management rights and that sort of thing. But when you look at management and basically what it really is, is it's just a way of hiding the capitalist, mm-hmm. right? Like, like, rather than getting mad at the, the boss, you're mad at the manager. Mm-hmm. And the, the managers are still workers, like, technically not in, like, the labor sense, but in like a, a reality, they're still yeah. not in control. They're not of the, means they're of, the top. They're not the fucking no. CEO. They don't no. own the means the of production. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. They just have a nicer car than you. And, and they they've been disillusioned, and they're still alienated from their work. But they yeah. do. But they're they have power. But they're narcs. Yeah. For the capitalists, but they have power. They're, they're put above people. Like as you see, like he's put above four people. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Who, who we ne- who we never see. No. And like it just. It's really fascinating how this movie sort of delves into that that sort of subject of of management as you know something that is a tool for for the company. Like we never see the owner of this company. No, yeah. it's it's all middle management, and it, it's just, it, it's fascinating. It also reminded me, and I know Marx is very it's young, right? Master slave, or yes. is that Hegel? Hag- no, I think that's it's Hegel. It's Hegel. I think that's Hegel. Hegel. Yeah. 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 Um, I know Marx is very inspired by Hegel, but like especially the end of this movie is very sort of um, Hegelian. Hegelian, yeah. With him ending up at the, I'm cutting ahead here, but as a construction worker, there's a great deleted scene as well because I have the DVD, so I have all the special features, um, and I got to watch all the deleted scenes. And there's one at the very end of the movie where a uh, like a Bill Lundergaard was his name, Lumberg. Lumberg, that's the one. Uh, ask person with a mug comes up and he's like, "Yeah, I'm. If you guys could just pick up the pace, that'd be great." And then puts his mug in there like wheelbarrow or whatever. So it's like, yeah, you know, there's always a foreman or a manager or something. Yeah, like you, you just can't escape it. No, yeah. yeah, I think that maybe felt too depressing for the movie, so they cut it. No, that's probably fair. Yeah, happy ending <laughs> instead of because it does ending. really change the, the, it, 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 it's the pre, it's message. Pre, it's pre nine eleven. So, so you know, still had hope. Yeah, <laughs> we, we can escape sometime. Um, what I also thought was interesting is like the "What's Good for the Company" poster. Uh, mm-hmm. Not like pre him tearing it down, but this takes us back to like the species being thing. Is how we'll give up what is best for us in order to help a company, just because like that's what we're sold is like what's good for us. Like, like let's say like oh like if you work harder, that's what's good for the company. But that that's not helping us. Yeah. So like we're basically giving up who we are as humans in order to yeah. help the company. And I thought that was uh, another really interesting thing because it, it gets challenged uh, later on. Yeah. Um, well, I kind of feel that as well with like um, Michael Bolton. 
yes. having to go into the meeting and say that he liked Michael Bolton's Bolton. music. <laughs> and the fucking final, like, dagger in the heart of saying, like, just just call me Mike. Yeah. After the killer line of, like, why should I change? He's the one who sucks. Yeah. He ends up forcing himself to change. And it's like, work forces you to put on, like, a persona. Which leads me into what the next oh, thing I want to talk about, good. which is uh, the service industry. Mm. Uh, pl- like Jennifer Aniston's character works yep. at a, a, a company yes. where you're forced to wear flair. Yes. You know, it's <sighs> meant to show your personality, but you're forced to show yeah, personality. Yeah, yeah. We want you to express yourself. Yes, but uh, you know, I've worked in service industry my whole life, and I, I know both of you have or are. I I, does Delhi count as service industry? You're just dealing with people, right? Like people are yeah, like, I'm like, like 300 grams of, of salami, yeah, right? Sure, like sure, you're dealing sure. with people. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm not a waitress though, thank God. <laughs> but like people will oftentimes just expect to know so much about you or n- mm-hmm. like expect you to just like, I don't know, be a human all the time. Like if you have a bad day, like that's considered a terrible thing. Oh yeah. Like you have to be like, you have to be on uh, twenty four seven. Well, not twenty four. The, like the best actors are service workers. Oh yeah, yeah. big time, true, dude. True. Right? Like the the one good thing about the pandemic is you know, at least for me, wearing a mask is really nice because a like it gives you a degree of separation where people like don't know what your face looks like when yeah. you're like not at work, and yeah. I really like that because I don't want everyone to know who I am. Like I'm, yeah. I, I want like I'm just there to make money. I I don't need to. I hate it when customers read my name tag and then be like, "Thanks, Aaron." I'm like, "Don't, don't talk don't to me like that." Me. I, I didn't give you my name. I, if you, if anyone ever like they, you should go to jail <laughs> if you say prison. someone's name without them telling you it. You yeah. should go to prison forever. Gulag. Yes. Gulag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's weird, man. That's personal. Exactly. And then you're like, what? I don't know who you are. How do you yeah. know my name? Yeah. Like, oh, oh, shit. I have oh, a name, name tag. tag. Oh, Unless okay. everyone's wearing name tags, no one should be wearing name tags. Exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like, Everyone <laughs> customers don't put on, hey, my, my name is Jeffrey. I like, broke my name tag for quite some time before my boss was like, hey, what happened to your name tag? And I'm like, oh, it's it's broken. They're like, okay, yeah. we'll give you a new one. No. <laughs> no that, that's okay, actually. I would actually rather not no, have one. I don't one. want it. Uh, I, I don't understand companies' obsession with knowing names. Well, I mean, I am the ultimate sweetie at my deli. Everyone loves me. Um, I'm great at my job. Customers adore me. So, like, you should get paid more. I should get paid so much more. True. Um, but also, they want this like that personal touch because then it's like I get compliments and stuff. And they'll be like, "Oh, Aaron's so lovely," but it's not like it fucking matters. It doesn't matter. They're not gonna give me a promotion for that. No. They're not gonna give me more money or give me any more stuff. Yeah, like under socialism, it'd be nice to have personal connections, but you're not paid more. No, yeah, (laughs) like like it's not, it's not, it's not worth it. I mean, it makes me feel good about myself. It does, but also like I don't discount that. But give me money, please. Also, like at the end of the day, I'm here to work. Literally, yeah. So, what buttons? What buttons would you wear on your vest? Uh, I would have a. What I'll have? I would have a Calvin and Hobbes button. I, I, I would have okay. I would have a, a Mao button. Muppets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine would be like a cab, Kermit, and the letterbox logo. I think. Nice, nice. That's a good salt three. I have to probably have a, a trauma beliefs one because gross, disgusting guy here. I'm, I'm a hockey fan. Uh, I would maybe have. I don't know. Paddington. I think that's more of a you thing. 
No, so, so yeah, that's I would have. Uh, oh, uh, m- maybe like a Star Wars thing. I don't know. Nice. I just have a bunch of like all the bands I like. You know, David Bowie. Class. Classic. It's got some prints on there. Do you have a record player? Cause, uh, I do, yeah. Magnolia Robinson is selling a box set of uh, David Bowie oh, on cool. sale in their little sale What's section. Th- like vinyl box set? What's the box set? I don't know. It contains. I, I didn't look at it. A box. I, just, I, saw it. I saw it and I was like, oh, that's cool. But then I didn't buy it. I probably also won't buy it. <laughs> you know I what I want, though? I want the fucking Criterion Godzilla collection. Yeah. God, dude. I, would I, I want the Criterion uh, Jacques Tati collection. You nerd. I love Jacques Tati. I actually, I'd, who is Jacques Tati? He is a French comedian. Oh, oh, is he the like playtime? the mime guy? Yeah, playtime. Oh, okay, I respect that. Uh, Fine, never mind. I should have, I should, I should have known who that was before <laughs> speaking. Uh, Monsieur uh, Hulot, uh, Mister Hulot's Holiday. That's Mon a great uncle. one. I should watch some Jacques. Mon Tati. Uncle, yeah. No. Have you seen that one? No, I by by know it because it used to be on your top four. Yeah, it's a great movie. Highly recommend it. It's so funny. Uh, we should probably talk about those movies on this podcast sometime because they are kind of anti. Uh, they're, they're Everything French is anti. Uh, like anti something. Yeah. True. Nothing to throw at. They love to just be critics. against things. Yeah. 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 <laughs> real, real cultural critics. And I do are. feel like I hate the French, but I kind of feel kinship in that sense. There's real haters. Because I do hate many things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't give a fuck war. France wins. Yeah. No, no, no. They give a fuck. Another thing. So going back to they the movie. Just hate. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. What, what a movie. Office space? Uh, so another thing that uh, I thought was interesting is like uh, the whole like work hard to make money for someone else is really uh, articulated here with mm-hmm. like the whole stock option yeah. thing where he's just like, I can work as hard as I want. I do 15 minutes of actual, actual work. Actual work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I could work my ass off and I'll get paid the same amount of money. What's the point? Yep. And like some people will be like, oh, well, they should give like a commission. But even then, that doesn't make a difference. Like, no, you're, you're still not paid what you're worth. Like yeah, uh, again, you're alienated from your labor. You're always making. Oh, what, what's the what's the word that's called? Uh, surplus. Yeah, a surplus labor. There's always surplus labor because you're always. They're always making money off of what you're doing. You're never paid what you're worth. And I thought yeah. this did a really good job of articulating that. That not a lot of Definitely. movies. Uh, do <laughs> which is kind of funny that like a 90s comedy articulated marxist uh, ideals better than well i think also part of that is like i'm sure that there is some amount of like like they the people who watch this who made this movie is prob- probably red marks because like fucking everyone's red marks dude yeah when you go to university you realize that like, yeah like you're everyone like, you're class is very like, much mainstream economics well the thing is it's like economics classes read Marx because his like capital yeah. just understands capitalism. He just understands than capitalism really well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, like that's why I, I like to say is, you don't have to be, like, a leftist and a Marxist. Like, you can be a Marxist and just yeah. like believe what he says, but that doesn't make you a leftist. It just means no. you're like a materialist. Yeah, it just means like so. Like that's why I always like to say I'm a communist and I'm a Marxist. Yeah, I'm not yeah. like like if you just say you're a Marxist. Like, sure, like an economist could be a Marxist. They could believe that like, like all that Marx says about capitalism is right. But, but also, still... and then it's like, yeah, but I love that. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, awesome. I, I think that's great. I think we should. I think we should alienate people more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, 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 stock tr- trader who's a Marxist. Just like, <laughs> Jeff Bezos comes out like, I'm a Marxist actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, there's like a Marx, uh, Marx quote where he says that, um, 
fuck, I don't remember what it is. He says something along the lines of like, if if Marxism is defined by the people who identify themselves as Marxist, then I am not a Marxist. Well, exactly, right? Yeah. Like it, it's yeah. the same way you have like mega communists now or whatever. Like I don't know if you guys mega know. communists. Yeah, thank well, you. I did not know this. Like, are they mega? I thought they just like liked the Soviet Union. No, they're mega. Like they think that like Trump is a good what? person. What? That's crazy. But they're like we're, we're like. Like, How does that happen in your brain? Uh, they're like we're, we're patriots, what but we're of, also communists. What kind of like schizophrenia do you need to have for it's that wild. to be a violent level five? Like, they're, they're really yeah. they're really like anti LGBTQ plus stuff. That's of like, like, like their, their big thing. They're anti immigrant. Of, of co- course, they're 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 basically well, if they're, they're, MAGA, they're, they're basically so yeah. like service workers aren't real workers. It's only like. Like you know, blue collar. Only people who dig tunnels. Yes. Are real workers. Are real workers. If you have the job that Shia LaBeouf has in holes, you're a real worker. <laughs> but, 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 we're, but, but we're communists. But we're communists. Yeah. Deep cut. Uh, yeah, it's wild. So that's what that's why I like to like clarify that you know I'm a Marxist, but I'm also a communist because yeah. like they're not mutually exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm a Marxist, and. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh yes. yes. That's yes. as far as I've got. Marxist and cinephile. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Mar. Yeah. I mean, fair. I don't know. That's a, I don't cinephile. think that's a political uh, ideology. It can be. Not with that attitude. Yeah. Not with that attitude. You you can create a new political party. The the, the Marxist cinephile. We we just watch movies. Just our podcast. Do you guys do? you guys are you guys running? No. What? No. We just watch movies. What's your political party? What are you talking about? We just watch. We shut down the economy to watch movies all the time. This has nothing to do with politics. The party's us. We 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 are the party. We just have a good we have a good have a good time. I'm sorry. Is that not what party means? Exactly. Exactly. I don't. Why? Why do I feel like I'm the crazy one here? Yeah. That's that party. I I want it. Right. Okay. Again, going back to the movie, you guys kind of mentioned this earlier, but I find this interesting, and I'm not sure if I agree with this, but the sort of the idea that doing nothing is a form of rebellion. So, like, let's say, uh, like, when he's out fishing and stuff, it's set to uh, feels good to be a gangster, like, yeah, that kind of thing. Like, yeah. uh, it, it really kind of frames that him doing nothing is, like, this very, like, sort of radical act, right? Mm-hmm. And if you, like, look at some like, uh, you know, Slavo Zizek, uh, he, he agrees with this. Um, Wisecracked a video about it, uh, kind of articulating where it's, like... Uh, if you do anything, you're basically helping the capitalists in one way or another, so you might as well do nothing, and that's going to be the greatest form of rebellion. I'm not sure if I agree with this, but I want to hear your two thoughts on this. Um, well, it reminds me of the, the great Greek philosopher, whatever the fuck his name is. You know the guy who lived in the, in the barrel? Socrates. Sure. No, I, I don't know Greek <laughs> philosophers. Are you are you referencing the same video that I'm referencing? I don't know. Okay. I, don't, I haven't seen this video, but it's like the guy who lived in the barrel, and he like... Uh, apparently Alexander the Great came to him and um, asked him if he would teach I philosophy. Ta- okay. I know who you're talking about. And uh, said, Barrow. like, you can ask for anything. Mm-hmm. And he replied, um, I-, I want you to move out of my son because he was blocking the son. And he did. And then so he taught at the school. I don't know if this had anything to do with the, the question you asked. I just like that story. Okay. And I like this guy. What the fuck is his name? He had like the lantern. You know what I mean? I know who you're talking about. Do not know the name. I'm going to be honest. Don't know Greek philosophy very Plato. well. Plato. No. You're, it's not. you're naming. Like, anyway. Yeah. Well, like, I, don't, anyway. I don't know him. 
anyway, uh, doing nothing is a form of protest. Um, I feel that. I really do. Well, because also, because, you know, bringing up recent internet stuff, but like the quiet quitting thing, which is also mm-hmm. just like, you know. Just doing your job. Just doing your job normally. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's like kind of like, you know, uh, we can't afford to lose anyone right now. It's like, so just don't work. I, I lost my thought halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Cam, what, what can are we your cut thoughts? this part? Can we cut this out of the part of the podcast? I don't want people to know that I sometimes am dumb. No, it's fair. Uh, I, I, I'm forgetful all the time, so it's all good. Uh, yeah, my thought would be like, I, I, I'm sure of doing nothing is rebelling because, like, also, like, they, they, they're just putting yourself at, at risk. Or, like, like if I'm fired and have no money, how's that, how does that help change anything, right? Like, there's, there's, a, there's a fine. There's a fine. There's a, there's a fine line here of like, doing enough, doing too much, and just being in the middle, is like. But like, I'll say like as like a revolutionary act. Would you say yeah. this is a, a revolutionary act to do nothing? Because I, I I would agree it's a revolutionary act, but I would also say that it's not going to get us anywhere. No. Yeah. It, it, it's like a on a scale of anti-revolution, pro-revolution. It's like in the middle. A little, like it's a small pro. But like it's yeah, it's not gonna make the state a communist thing anytime soon. Yeah, like from my perspective, like I I like the idea of like let's say like worker self managed firms and stuff like that. Like I'd say that organizing something like that would be a lot more radical of of an. Isn't a strike action. just like the ultimate form of not doing something though? Yeah, like that's but, but, what but, he's but, doing. Like, but, but, the movie. He's striking, this, right? Yeah, but what this movie's doing is saying, or like putting the task on one person instead of the entire workforce right. coming together yeah, right yeah. like yeah. i'd say like do nothing but do it organized because if everyone's doing nothing then they're gonna have to do something right i don't know i yeah. think it all, it's also kind of like the uh i think the movie agrees though because what happens is the working conditions don't get better his friends get fired and he gets promoted mm-hmm. so it's like him doing nothing was not a rebellious act and it was not a revolutionary act it was an act that facilitated the exact same system that he was a part of and was rewarded by the system that he was a part of. You know? so, so then you're in agreement with me in disagreeing with Slavoj Zizek. Correct. Okay. Or at least in yeah. the case of office space. <laughs> yeah. Doing nothing was not a revolutionary act. In this it was a, I, Well, because also I think like, I think selfish acts can be revolutionary in some circumstances, but it's just, it's like it's the selfish form of striking. You're not actually accomplishing anything or, like, helping anyone have better working conditions. You're just making it better for yourself. Yes. Well, like, I hear he, like, doing nothing makes him get promoted, which results in his two buddies getting fired yeah. to give him more money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, like, his selfish act hurts, actively hurts other people. Yeah. 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 So And so then he does another selfish thing, which is pull them into a, a really big money-stealing scheme. Hey, you, know, you gotta steal some money sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you should just. Steal. So, so, so that brings me into another topic, which Ooh, is perfect. Fun. You know, a little, little segue is uh, another little question. Uh, so, in in one moment, he asks uh, Jennifer Aniston's character, or not says, but like basically, he's like, "You should like you should steal from your boss." Yeah, he says. She says, "Should I reach into the cash register?" And he goes, yeah, "Maybe." Yeah. <laughs> so, so what are your thoughts on you know? Stealing, stealing, stealing from from your your company. Um, that you okay, <laughs> well, I okay, I 
I don't know who's like. Do, I'm do, worried do, do, that like my do, boss do, is gonna say listen hi, to this. Hypothetically, uh, I don't work anywhere. I, I took stuff from my work. I took lots of stuff. Yeah, I would never, ever, ever. I, I, Kelly, I never. I, I never. If you're listening to I, this, I never stole. I wine. would never. I don't know who these people are. I would never yeah. steal from my job. But but theoretically. Theoretically, if I had a job, I would be stealing shit every day. Yeah. Theoretically, if I had a job. Yeah. Which I don't. Yeah. Because my name is not Aaron, and I do not work for a deli, which was previously stated. No. No. If I, yeah. No, yeah, I, I steal stuff all the time, dude. I'm stealing deli meats, stealing grapes. But is it stealing? Uh, it, satire, 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 cause, satire. Because my thing is. In Minecraft. Uh, in Minecraft. In a way, our wages are being stolen every day. Yeah, no, I agree. That's so, how I so, rationalize so it. So I'm like, it's not stealing. I'm just getting my wages back a, exactly. a little bit. I yeah. deserve this two dollar piece of dry salami yeah because i deserve to be paid two dollars more right now yeah cam what are your thoughts uh yeah like if 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 i were to work at a place that had something that i could that had value to you don't want to steal a cabinet (laughs) oh yeah i don't don't steal this plywood i'm like i don't know plywood's expensive if if i worked there i would take as much plywood as i could i could build so much (laughs) shit out of that I don't know how to build shit though. Like, I'm Cam, a, Cam works at a cabinet place, by I, the way. I picked it up from context. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm like, I, I, I don't build things. I just, I just kind of move things. Steal like, okay, from yeah. me. Okay. I'll, I'll build you stuff. Okay. It sounds, you it might sounds... have to supply a workspace for me too, because I can't do it in my apartment. Steal a workspace. <laughs> what? You, you, you don't, don't have a break into someone's garage, man. <laughs> Skyrim workbench. No, don't. I wish. That, it's like all the dream. the sort of sorry to go back on topic. Apologies, but it's sort of like when people talk about shoplifting and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh man, man, people are fucking weird about shoplifting. I was in the lunchroom, my coworkers were talking about it, and they're like, "Man, I just hate all these people that steal. I just wish I gun them down." Like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, okay. It doesn't affect you. Yeah, like, why do you care, man? I- I'm pro shoplifting. It does. Same. It doesn't affect your your wage. Like, like yeah, you're, not no. getting, yeah. you're not getting paid. Like, like oh, everything's like, more expensive like, now because of shoplifting. It's like, no, it's because they hate you. And like, hypothetically, if there was, you know, places that only have the self checkouts, it's pretty easy to just be like, whoopsie. Yeah. Although apparently. Oh Walmart, no, my PS Five is a banana. <laughs> Walmart like keeps a tally. If you go over two thousand dollars, that's when they bust you because they you can get you, d- for you should go to different tem- t- uh, WalMarts. They no, they like track you across all Wal- all WalMarts. Wear facial recognition uh, hiding stuff. Blocker. Swear, yeah. Wear a mask. Yeah. Swear baba every time you go to Walmart. Well, wear a face mask. It looks normal. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess so. Get, get on my Watchdogs game, you know. Just. <laughs> what if they like? They probably like track your shit, you know. How? I don't know. What if you use your credit card? Use Only di- paying cash. You use different cards. This is a fucking elaborate scheme to steal <laughs> a banana, like, or just don't pay at all. Yeah, never, never. Just don't, just don't get arrested and go to jail for felony. No, what? <laughs> just don't do it. Just, just be white. Oh, just take stuff <laughs> yeah, from just, Walmart. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. I'm podcasting, mom. Okay. <laughs> Hello, I'm back. Mom, I'm podcasting. Mom, no. Mom, okay. get out of my fucking room. I'm podcasting. But, but yes, no, I I'm pro shoplifting, and uh, I'm also pro taking from your your store, especially if they don't treat you well or other yeah, people. Yeah, my well. store treats me fine. I just like stealing. Yeah, exactly. Also, if you yeah. work for a big corporation, it's like yeah, 
What, what's this? This also, is. Also, I want honey ham, and we have honey ham, <laughs> yeah. and I'm gonna put it in my mouth and chew on it, so, and then eat it, and then so, swallow so, it. Sometimes you're a little snacky. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. A little snack. As a treat, I'm also you know? high at work every day, so like, <laughs> you know. Exactly. I need to. You, you gotta get like the the little wins. Yeah. Exactly. I need. I have munchies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just... Yeah. My my next little thing that uh the the, the sort of aspect of the movie that I didn't like mm. was sort of the the sex shaming of the women in this movie. Yeah, yeah. it's very weird. Because like the whole thing is just like normal, nice little love story. It's like, how dare you have sex with anyone other than me? You had sex with another man two years ago. How dare you? I'm gonna have nightmares. What's wrong with I'm gonna you? I'm gonna have nightmares about you having sex with a man that isn't me. Like, I thought that was really bad and uh hey don't sex shame people yeah that was weird that was a tell weird part of the movie and also it doesn't play into the plot it does not play into the plot nope. at all yeah. it's like it barely even affects the character yeah it's what if we're just like yeah we're just talking about alienation fuck women and alienation <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was every movie in the 90s though but every yeah. comedy in the 90s is like she's a slut yeah uh, if, sex I, with if, one other person. If, yeah. if I was to re-edit this movie, I would add that scene uh, at the end, mm -hmm. and I would take out all the weird sex shaving Same, stuff. Yeah. And then this would be the perfect yeah. movie. This would be perfect. Yeah. No, no, five no. star movie. Yeah. I still give it five stars, but the sex shaming not great. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Pretty, and especially Jennifer Aniston, she's a queen. Don't disrespect her. How dare you? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. How dare you? You worm. Yeah. <laughs> you, you little. You snail. <laughs> Who are you to you're, do you're that? Man with to... thin yeah. walls. You're you're made of of gel <laughs> and and slime. <laughs> you rat. Uh yes. So yeah, that, that's one aspect that I I didn't find. Do you married to Brad Pitt? Right. I don't fucking think so. <laughs> no, uh, neither is Jeff Aniston. Anymore. That Damn. Got him. Fucking got her ass, dude. So what? So this movie ends with him, you know. So they they steal money. Mm -hmm. he, Place burns down. He he gives it back. Milton gets all the money. Uh, exactly. It's great. Um, but so like so like the solution to this movie seems to be is like, get a blue collar job, and then yep. you're yeah. So what are your thoughts on that? Uh, it's. Stupid. <laughs> it's kind of stupid, which is why the, the deleted scene in the end is actually like kind of necessary. It, fit, it fits in better because it fits, fits the theme really well. But yeah. also, like you know, being outside is nice. Being Dep depends on the blue collar job and the space, right? It does. Cause, like, yeah. Because like, yeah, I, you, you work in a lot of blue collar jobs. I, yeah. Like, I'm a dumbass. I, I, I don't have a brain, but I have muscles. So like, that's yeah. What you... <laughs> I think blue collar work is generally better than white collar work from like for like your soul. Yes, you know? I mean I've never worked a. There's something job. about because well, like neither have I, so <laughs> I'm not speaking from experience. It's just what I feel, and I yeah. think my main I'm blue right. collar thing was like landscaping, right? Yeah, and like there's something about going go go going back to to camp or hotel at the end of the day and oh maybe oh look 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 at all the shit that I did. Yeah, right. And like I, you that, feel that, like the, more connection. You feel a very, little less hey, alienated. Folks, that's very Hegelian. Yeah, like yeah. I'm being productive. I'm like, cause like most of my stuff was like building schools, or like, or like building like playgrounds like on schools and like. Yeah, you're directly hella... connected to the fruits of your labor. Exactly, and like, oh man, like some kids gonna play soccer on this field. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I mean, I feel the some, same. Some kids like... gonna break their fucking arm on this play structure. Cool. Yeah, and like... you did that, you know. Yeah. I'm the reason why they broke, yeah. broke their arm. You broke their arm, and that's satisfying <laughs> as like you know, as a person, exactly. leaving your mark on this world. Through the broken tibia of an eight-year-old. <laughs> It'll never heal fully. It uh, never. Yeah. The, the, the growth plate, it's gets, it gets all tangled. Yeah. And that's you, dude. 
So that's I, on me. Yeah, I, and I that's on you. I, I definitely feel like the ending that like from the deleted scene would have worked better because yeah, yeah, I agree. Because the ending definitely feels a little too like just be just be a construction. Just be, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, overall, very interesting movie. I, I like yeah, this I really one a lot. Do you, do you two have anything else to say about it before we? Uh, I'm um, pretty sure I'm, I'm I'm all good. I had something else to say. And then that conversation about eight-year-old's tibias. Uh, oh, yeah. I was going to say, as a, like a deli worker, mm-hmm. like interacting with the public every day. As much as people like to complain about interacting with the public, I love interacting with the public. And it's like I actually feel like a part of my community. Because like I'll go downtown, and it's like, oh, there's that homeless guy who like loves to get soup at my place. What's yeah. up, dude? Yeah. yeah? No, I, I, I get that. Like When I worked at uh, a wine store, you'd have people who come in. I mean, sadly, every day. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah. you could still have a nice conversation yeah. with them. Alcoholics are so much fun. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. like you have great talks with them. And, Absolutely. Uh, and, like, you, you, like, build up a rapport, and you're like, oh, like, I remember you did something last week. How, how did that go? And, exactly. And you can, you can feel a little bit like a human by interacting with people. And I feel mm-hmm. so much like a human when I'm at work. Yeah. As opposed to, like, sitting in a cubicle, looking at a c- computer talking to the same awful people every day. It would suck. It would suck. Dude, I hate my coworkers. I love a lot of my coworkers. There are some coworkers <laughs> I hate. But they're all boring. Yeah. You know? That's okay. It's okay to be boring. That's True. allowed. It's better to be boring than a fascist. Yeah, True. much better. True. Better a pig than a fascist, better boring than a fascist. Yes. yes. Porco Rosso reference. That was, thank you. I love Porco Rosso. Yeah. I haven't seen I love it, but I've seen the Ke- meme. Dude, Michael Keaton uh, voices the Disney dub. Oh, yeah. uh, for Porco Rosso. Are you gonna watch the new? Uh, of course. It's been getting mixed reviews. I don't give a shit. It looks interesting though. Dude, Ponyo got mixed reviews, and everyone was wrong. Ponyo was awesome. I, I haven't seen many. I see, haven't. I, I haven't seen Ponyo. No. Dude. I watched Castle in the Sky one time with a girl. <gasps> That's my favorite. Oh. That's how, my how, favorite. How romantic. One. Uh, yeah, uh, I watched bang. it. Fell asleep. <laughs> No, like, I fell asleep like, immediately after. It was just like, I, I was tired. I'm like, okay, yeah. great. Movie's over. Bedtime. Sorry. Castle Bye. in the Sky rules. I love that movie uh, so much. Howl's Moving Castle. That one's so good. I love that one. Uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Christian Bale, a, man. Great voice. Great voice in that one. It's very good. It's so good. It's so sweet. Where's the castle? <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not quite. Close. Howl. So big. <laughs> so big. Where's the moving castle? Uh, anyways, so now what we do is yeah. we, we give it uh, a rating oh, yeah. out of okay. thumbs. So so uh, either out of th- thumbs is so, it five so thumbs? It's two thumbs. Oh, two thumbs. oh, it's Siskel and Ebert. Okay. Yes. So so I, I give it two thumbs up. I give it a thumb up and a thumb down. Can I do that? Can I do yeah, a? Yeah, you can. I do a these. Yeah. yeah one one, one was, thumb up. It was good and it deserves more than one thumb up. Because it was also you, well, you can do a thumb and a half. You can do you can yeah, do like th- thumb and a half. Yeah, you, yeah. you can do percentages of thumbs. I'll do yeah. I'll do a, th- a thumb and a half. Thumb, thumb and a half. half. Can I do thumb. half of but down thumb as well? Like a half a good thumb, half a ba- bad thumb, and two a full thumb? good thumb. Yeah, okay. two one two face <laughs> thumb and a full good thumb. Okay. Yeah. Because of the Jennifer Aniston stuff. You can do that. Cool. That's fair. And also, it's a little. There's some there's some '90s humor in there that's a little outdated. Very very like anti-gay jokes and also some yeah. uh, and some race stuff. Yeah, yeah, the race stuff is a little weird, but it's not very bad. It's just a little weird. It's just a little weird. It's not egregious. I've seen worse. It's from just '90s comedy. It's all blackface. It's not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's like half a half a bad thumb, half a good thumb, and one full good thumb. Yeah. I feel like it's just like, it's like how people people talk talk sometimes. Like people who 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 aren't like. 
I want to say woke, but people people who aren't like yeah, racist. it's accurate to real life. Yeah, I'll definitely say that. Yeah, it's like you're reverses on the budget, so it's tasting out of pocket shit sometimes. Yeah, okay. definitely. Yeah, so uh, what do you give it, Cam? Oh uh, yeah, I, I give it a thumb and thumb and a half ish. Nice. Sounds all right. right. Now it is time for the letterbox game. So much Let's fun. Go. So uh, you know, since you're uh, a guest of the podcast, I'll I'll give you a little little Cole's notes of what what uh, the letterbox <laughs> game is. So basically, I read out. Uh, I'm gonna do more. I think I'm gonna do six Ooh. six reviews of this movie. Very nice. Uh, one of them is I fake. made up. Okay. On the spot. Yeah. On the spot. You're improving it. Well, okay, no, on the spot. On the spot, as in just before you we started recording. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you wrote it earlier. <laughs> yes. Uh, on the spot. Just coming up with these now. Thirty <laughs> uh, minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you have to guess which one is which. Okay. So, okay. Uh, let me pull it up on my. Only photos. one is fake, though. Only one is well, fake. Only one is fake. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and there is uh, and there's seven so there's seven total there's one two three six. four uh, no like six real reviews one fake six total oh, oh okay, okay six total f- f- five total five, five total, total. Okay. One, one of those fake alright are you ready I am yep. s- born ready okay I watched this in the middle of the day instead of doing homework just like checks notes Mike Judge intended number two it's not arson if it's your employer number three People make fun of Todd Phillips for copying Martin Scorsese, but I think you'll find this film is the true inspiration for Joker. Number four. This is American Psycho with a polar opposite central character. And number five. If you don't like this movie, you probably just have a case of the Mondays. Oh, man. Which, Which one did fake? I make up? Shit. Um, collaborate. I kind of forgot... Like most of them, <laughs> I thought we we're gonna do them one at o- one at a time. Do you want me to repeat them? Yeah, <laughs> can you go over them again? Let's see if I remember the order. Uh, number one. Okay. I watched this in the middle of the day instead of doing homework with. Uh, oh yeah, I check notes. Okay, that one sounds yeah. real. Because I feel yep. like if the fake one has a checks notes gag, then it's like that's just lazy and that's on you, you know. <laughs> so that one I feel is real. Uh, I'm gonna put that one in the real box. Num- number two, it's not arson if it's your employer. I mean that's a solid bit. That's definitely something you could have come up with before this this podcast. I'm gonna put that in the maybe, but I think that one's real because it's like a it's short to the sweet to the point sort of quality letterbox review. Number three, people make fun of Todd Phillips for copying Martin Scorsese, but I think you'll find this film is the true inspiration for Joker. That one's real. That one feels real. People love talking about Joker, but also like, um, I don't. Um, I don't get it. <laughs> Who's Joker in this scenario? Is it is it Ron Livingston? Is he yeah. the Joker? Yes, Ron Livingston Joker. Yeah, I just don't. I don't think that's a very good joke. I think it's a poorly thought out <laughs> joke. So that could be something you thought of just before the podcast started. And if it is, I'm st- my bad. That was <laughs> that, mean. That. I'm sorry. Uh, the next one. This is American Psycho with polar opposite central character. See, that's funny. That's a good observation. I feel good. like that took time to think of. Letterbox. That's real. Uh, if you don't like this movie, you probably just have a case of the Mondays. That's like a Re- probably like top of the list sort reference of Reference to the movie. So yeah, reference okay. to the movie. Uh, let's guess three. Three is a, three is a I feel one? three. I feel the, yeah. the, it was very long-winded. Which one? The Todd Phillips one? Yeah, Todd Phillips. Yeah. You think that one? I, I, think that one's, I think that one's the one you wrote. Yeah. You are incorrect. Bob. Ah. Which one? Do uh, we get a follow-up guess? Uh, it'll, you won't, it won't count as you winning, but you can have a okay, follow-up yeah. guess. Um, the second one, I think, is the uh, Case of the Mondays. No. Fuck, what was it? 
It's not arson if it's your employer. Damn, that was a yeah, good one. That's a good one. Okay. That's a good one. I would like that review on, on Letterboxd if I saw that review. Well, thank you. I, well I try. done. Uh, anyways, that has been this movie. Now let's get into some recommendations. Cam, Ooh. you can start here with some recommendations. We'll give uh, Aaron, you can have some time to think of a recommendation. Okay. Um, What have I done recently? Um, I would, I would recommend... Oh, geez. Uh, I watched Man from Uncle today with, with my dad. Um, that was a... My 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 dad dad loves those, those, those like spy movie vibes. Matt Mungle's a pretty good one. That was by Guy Ritchie, right? Yeah, uh, Henry yeah. Cavill, Henry Cavill, and uh, <clears throat> Army Hammer, um, Alicia Vikander, uh, Hugh Grant. They kind of started the Hugh, Hugh Grant, man. the Hugh Grant assance, if you will. Kind of came out yeah. like just before Pankton Two and Dungeons and Dragons. That. Exactly. Hugh Grant was in that. He was fun in that movie. He was very fun in that movie. I like Hugh Grant. He just looked like me for, for, for real in that movie. For real. What's your recommendation? Um, I just watched Bottoms in theaters, and that was oh, really, great film. Great film. Really funny. I great love film. Rachel Sennett. I saw her in another movie that came out a while ago. She just plays the same character every time, but it's so good every fucking time. Did anyone here watch Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? Yes. That movie was fine, but she was the best part of it. It was fun. It was a fun movie. It's a fun movie. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. It's nothing like, wow, this is like... I didn't, I didn't think about it much after I watched no. it, but I enjoyed it while it was on. Yeah, Pete Davidson was funny in it. Bottoms is fucking cinema. Bottoms is fucking cinema. Bottoms? I might watch Bottoms it. Bottoms is so good. I might watch yeah. it tonight. I also, yeah. this is like just kind of talk because I wanted to talk about this. I saw to Stop Making Sense, the Talking Heads live performance in IMAX yesterday, Ooh. and that was fucking amazing. So if, if I don't, it's probably like out of theaters now because I think we went on like the last day. It was a pretty but, short run. Yeah, but if yeah. if there's any IMAX theaters uh, around you playing, stop making sense. Go see it. It's really good. Oh, yeah. Nice. And then, or if not, just listen to the album on Spotify. Fair enough. Uh, my recommendation is very obscure. Uh, so, <laughs> for for the, I'm not sure if I, I talked about this last week, but um, it was the Winnipeg, or it was the African movie. Uh, film festival mm-hmm. in Manitoba this uh, past weekend. Yeah. Um, I really liked it. I'm working on an episode where I'm uh, talking to uh, Irma and uh, our friend Ella, who are both Nigerian, uh, to discuss like sort of how you know being a black person in Manitoba, how these movies connected. So that episode is going to be coming out soon. A little, little promo. There'll be a bonus episode coming out later this week. Let's um, go. But one of the movies, which I, I want to air out my frustrations that this movie is not on Letterboxd, and I don't know where to find it because I loved this movie so much, and it's probably going to be my favorite movie of the year. It's called Sad Rack, and you, it's basically about like this uh, retired army general who has Alzheimer's, and uh, his sort of like interactions with his caretaker who has uh, a kidney failure, and so like they're both like struggling. She's uh, struggling physically. He's str- struggling mentally, and kind of the kinship that they develop over time. It's a very Sounds emotional good. movie Sounds that, really that I uh, I teared up in. It's it's an amazing movie. Only teared up. Only teared up. I don't really cry, mm. but I, I did. Is tear tearing up. up a big accomplishment for you? Yes. Well, yeah. High praise. Cry. High praise. <laughs> Cam, I cry like a baby. Cam, Cam, on the Cam, smallest the cr- provo- provocation. Cam's definitely the crier on the podcast. Hell yeah. I'll, I I I can't watch Packing Two with without. Crying the ending. Yeah, I, I remember uh, watching Spy- uh, the Amazing Spider-Man two with you, and when uh, you cried at the Amazing Spider-Man two, I was fifteen. I was That's emotional. Crazy man. That's was, insane. I, what scene? I don't, 
I don't, when, I don't remember died. that. Oh, when Gwen Stacy dies, yeah. that's hilarious. I don't, I, I don't remember that. I, can't, I, I remember because like, I was like, I, I, I had never seen you cry at that point. I was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what to do in this circumstance. I was sad. Okay, I was emotional, and, and that's perf- that's perfectly fine. But I, I, as a little fourteen-year-old, I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm just trying to watch a movie, and my my buddy here is crying. <laughs> uh, but anyways, so Sad Rack, great movie. I highly recommend it. It's on IMDb. But it's not on Letterboxd. Damn. And I hope it's going to get released somewhere because I really want to watch it Where again. Where did you watch it? At the African Film Festival. Is the French Where, title on Letterboxd? Uh, no, it was at the, uh, the gas station theater. Oh, I got to go there. Um, well, what I had to do for the movie that I watched with Irma was I looked up the, the title in French or like I looked, I, looked, I put in the director's I, I did name. That. I found okay. the one other movie that the director did and that's his only movie on Letterboxd. Oh, okay. I was, yeah. I was trying to help. Sorry. Thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, why don't you before we end this podcast? Why don't you talk a little bit about the uh, African Film Festival since you're on the bonus podcast? Yeah, so you, I was you went so to I was, one movie, right? Yeah, I I watched uh, Irma and I came in probably through through, through through the short that was before. I I, I didn't know what it was called, but it was like about like African. I think it was like two sisters. I think they were just venting about things. I don't know. It, it seemed seemed cool. I, I, I wish I'd gotten context. Um, <laughs> We watched the, the the feature film we watched was called uh, "The Myth of the Black Woman" in English, uh, le, or "L'Histoire de Femme Noire" in French. Um, it's mostly in French, and, and it's from, from Quebec. Most of the actors, yes, yeah, it's, it's uh, from Quebec. Most of the people in, in the documentary are are from Quebec, anyway. Um, but it's kind of like de- de- detailing like African like femme st- stereotypes in media going back couple hundred years and like how that still plays into things today and all that and like just just un- just talking about it un- unwrapping history it was a pretty pretty neat little flick powerful stuff sick nice anyways that's been our episode this week thank you for joining us aaron thanks for having uh, do you have, me do you have anything to plug do you have a letterbox plug or anything oh yeah uh follow me on letterbox at uh, i gotta check what my letterbox is because while uh, you look it up follow me too oh shit my name's stupid <laughs> god damn it uh stupid gay cat all one word <laughs> s-t-u-p-i-d-g-a-y-c-a-t Classic. um i have a picture of uh um uh fuck I'm, i this is my favorite kaiju and i'm gonna get the name wrong i think it's baragon I have a picture of Baragon from uh, Godzilla, uh, Mothra, and King Ghidorah, giant monsters all at attack from behind-the-scenes footage of Baragon, because that's my favorite Godzilla movie. That's a deep cut. Yeah. Uh, it's really good. You should watch. That's my re- Actually, I take, take bottoms off. My <laughs> recommendation this week is uh, Mo- uh, Godzilla, uh, Mothra, and King Ghidorah, gi- giant monsters all at attack. Uh, it's from 2004, I think, and yep. it's directed by the guy who did the Gamera trilogy. If you've ever seen that. Um, I, I feel so like both of you are like more the Godzilla people than I am. Yeah, it's I've only awesome. Watched, I've only like I, I, I have watched like I've watched. Have I watched any of the old? Godzilla Wait, but you 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 really like Power Rangers, and that's kind of in the same realm as. Godzilla. Oh yeah, big big power 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 Rangers guy. Well, that's um, it's like that's like Kamen Rider so, versus Godzilla, you know. Kamen Rider the, versus Ultraman. Sorry, Kamen Rider. Have you watched Ultraman. the? Have you watched yes, the? New yes, yes, Kamen yes, yes. I have. Yes, yes. I have watched awesome. it. Yet. But, okay, Dude, you I'll, gotta watch it. Okay, I'll, I'll watch it. Okay, it's kind of bad, but like the the set design, costume design, um, music. Oh my god, the music! I mean, it's fucking. You know, it's it's Hideki Anno. The music's gonna be awesome. Shit, let's go. Cool. 
Dude, yeah, it's. Uh, have, did you watch the Ultraman live action? I didn't. I, no, I, I didn't. Okay. It was only produced by Hidekiano on that one, but the Kamen Rider one was made by Hidekiano. Okay. I, I watched the first bit of the Kamen Rider. The acting's real bad. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the script is of, terrible. But it's a lot of fun. The editing's really like the editing's all over the place. It's jarring. There's n this plot makes no sense, but everything around the movie is fucking awesome. Yeah. And I think it's on, Am it's on Amazon. It is. Yeah. yeah. Prime. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. highly recommend that. Yeah, so I changed my recommendation for a third time. Don't watch Godzilla. <laughs> don't watch Adams. Watch Hidekiano's Kamen Rider reboot. Okay. Well, there you go. That, that's been our episode this week. Thank you for listening. Uh, tune in next week when we talk about uh, something. Lovely. Bye-bye now. Bye. Love you guys. <laughs> <laughs>